All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Mix podcast presented by the Local Fix Foundation. I am your host, Matt. We are here, as always, at A Shared Universe, uh, one of our partners. Thank you, Ming and Mike, for making this possible, as you always do. Um, Not only is this my favorite place to record, this is the best place to record. So, if you're looking to do a podcast, a shared universe is where you need to go. Uh, tonight, I am joined by the president of our foundation, Will Grundman. Will? Hello. There you go. That's all I, that's all I really <laughs> Thanks needed. Thanks for having me. That's all I really needed. <laughs> um, we have uh, two guests tonight. Both guests joining us are uh, gold-level sponsors for our first-ever event, Sweep the Shore, which is taking place next Saturday, September 12th, um, very early in the morning. Go to the localfixfoundation.com for, <laughs> for more information. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and let our guests uh, introduce themselves. We'll go around the table. Hello, uh, podcast world. Uh, my name is Carter. I'm the owner of C. Henry Painting. Um, uh, we're a local painting company uh, based out of Ocean, New Jersey. Um, yeah, we do everything from small uh, residential jobs to larger commercial jobs, interior, exterior. They can be painted. We probably do it. Awesome. Awesome. And to my right... I am Dr. Hannah Irons, and I'm co-owner of CN Spine. And I'm Dr. Blair Chwanski, the other co-owner of CN Spine. <laughs> um, we're a chiropractic office in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and we specialize in pediatrics and prenatal chiropractic, but we also see, you know, anybody who has a spine, so... <laughs> Anyone, so everybody but snakes, basically. You know? They have spines, though. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, see, yeah. I'm learning something. Learn something to Any just very flexible. A, if you're a vertebrate, <laughs> you count. There we go. See, I learned something new today. <laughs> I just assumed that snakes didn't have spines. <laughs> they are pretty like jello. So yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm not sure if my dog has a spine because of the way he curls himself up. You just like, how do you even? get mold into that position right you know? like, like when we were babies we probably could have done that and now we're all just like tight robots who have no muscle yeah. flexibility oh, left I'm, I'm one of them yeah exactly <laughs> and, and you and you get you get to like be you know up and about all day with your job i sit behind a freaking computer all the day the problem with me though is, is I'm, I'm an average I mean, i'm a tall man living in an average size world so i'm always just like hunched over and i think that's just i'm actually yeah. just gonna mold like that. You know? So one benefit I have of being shorter than everybody else, so works for me. <laughs> Very true. Um, so before we start talking with our sponsors, I just need to tell you, uh, like, Will, you brought some of your beer here today, and this is one of the few beers that you guys have released that I haven't had a chance to try. The Mother Funky, the Cucumber, this beer is epic. It yeah, is man. really it's good. so delicious. It's so refreshing. <laughs> like, it's different. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, this was, very polarizing beer we came out. Like, some people are like, oh my god, I hate it. Other people are like, yeah. We'll probably scour the ends of the universe trying to find that. So this was the one I remember I've been waiting for for a while because when I first had you on our my like my other podcast, um, like over a year ago at this point, you were totally like you this was like the one you the brewed in your house, like the first beer you brewed. Yeah, right? yeah. We used to brew that in my mom's garage. <laughs> so good. Yeah, you said yeah. cucumber sea salt, I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah. Who doesn't love it? Mm. It's like a pickle in your glass. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so let's get started with the official portion. No, I'm just kidding. Nothing is official here. It's all <laughs> it's all very fun and conversational. Again, um, thank you uh, to our guests for being sponsors, uh, being gold level sponsors. At that, that's the highest level of sponsorship we have. Um, we, myself, Will, the rest of the board are absolutely thrilled 
that you have chosen to be a sponsor for this event. We are very excited about it again uh, next week, September 12th. Sweep the shore. We're doing a beach clean. Uh, we're going to have two teams of volunteers, one in Seabright, one in Sandy Hook, starting and then kind of sweeping the shore, <laughs> meeting our way uh, down in the middle. Uh, so we're, we're very, very excited about it. So, so thank you for being sponsors again. Um, so Carter, let's start with you. Um, again, this softball stuff. <laughs> Would love to know, you know, I, I always tell people when they come on here, we have a lot of entrepreneurs, um, you know, Will being one of them. I, I do not have the entrepreneurial spirit. I'm very, I consider myself to be very creative. I, I do a lot of different things, but I've never had, you know, the, oh my God, I could do that until like turn that into a business. Like I've never had that, you know, that yeah. ability. So I love uh, bringing people on the podcast like this and hearing their journey and how they got to, you know, whether, you know, whether it was like a, a moment of inspiration, you came with the idea and like, you know, some of the hurdles you had to go through starting your own business. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny. It's not like I, you know, thought as a kid, oh, I'm going to grow up and um, things just sort of like happen in life and one thing leads to another. But I think when I was younger, I, I did always want to um, own my own business and start something uh, myself. And then um, actually when I was at Rutgers, I did an internship there where um, it's basically like a larger national company that kind of um, teaches you and gives you like sort of the tools and um, things to start your own painting business. And so I did that for a summer and um, it went pretty well. Um, and obviously I wouldn't like finish college and stuff, but it was always kind of in the back of my mind um, to continue with that. Yeah. And um, so then I just, I worked a lot of odd jobs. I never could really like sit still. So I, I've done a lot of like different construction jobs, landscaping, electrical, and, um, but I was always kind of like painting on the side and, um, after a while it started to become too much where it was like taking away from the other jobs that I was, um, holding at the time. And I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to take the plunge yeah. and just, uh, you know, got my LLC, got licensed and all that stuff. All the insurance. fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay in New Jersey is a real fun state to open a business. <laughs> a Basically paid New Jersey a lot of, a lot of money. <laughs> That stuff is brutal. But I will I will give Carter a shout out because he did paint my mom's house. And yeah. she and she literally referred to him as a nice young man. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to have a nice young man come paint your house, Carter. But he really no, he really did a fantastic job, man. It looked really good. Thank you. It's very professional. That's awesome. And you guys like know each other from or is it just from business? We don't. We just know each other from a networking group. That, oh, cool. Networking okay. Group that we're in. That's nice. really the only way we know each other. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But that usually leads to becoming friends in real life. So. Right? Yeah. Exactly. More shenanigans. Always <laughs> shenanigans. Drinking beer together. Drinking beer usually happens. I mean, it's it's Good beneficial beer. when one of your one of the one of the people in the network owns a brewery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, doctors, same question. Yeah. So we. Met in chiropractic school. It's actually funny. Like we're both from Monmouth County and I sat down behind her and she had a, um, at orientation. Yeah. At our school. She had a 10th out burrito shirt on. I was like, excuse me, <laughs> are you from the Jersey shore? <laughs> like we have to be friends right now. Come back here. Sit next to me. It's done. We're best friends. <laughs> Life university. Yeah. Where's Georgia, right? Where's yeah. Atlanta. In Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So that's how we met. And then we were both out of school kind of looking for jobs, thinking like, what do we want to do? And our parents, like in the same week, were like, why don't you guys just open together? And we were like, oh, 
never thought about that. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and then that kind of kicked off like two years of, again, asking the state of New Jersey, yeah. can we please have all these business licenses? Here's 80,000 forms. And I never want to like fill out a piece of paper again. <laughs> yeah. And now exactly. we're here. <laughs> yeah. Now, what is, so I, I imagine that the, the sort of forms that you got, you had to fill out or probably a little, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind of stuff do they make? Like what kind of hoops do you have to jump through for, for that kind of business? Um, so to get your chiropractic license, you do an undergrad degree and then four more years of school. And then you have four parts of a national board exam to qualify for a license. And then you take like a state test. That's just laws and what your yeah, scope so is mm -hmm. by the state. Mm -hmm. And then once you get that license, then you can, do everything else, LLC, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So what do you guys have as like your customer philosophy, I guess I'll call it, you know, like what's your approach when, you know, dealing with like well, patients probably is more, a more appropriate term for, for you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, our philosophy is kind of like patient based really. So, um, we really focus on educating our patients and giving them enough information so that they can make decisions themselves. Yeah. We believe that like everyone should have, be able to make an informed decision about their health. Yeah. So whether that's to pursue care with us or to go see someone else, um, if we can, you know, gather enough information in the exam and then also present that back to them to where they understand it, integrate it, and then make that decision, then we just find that it's empowering to our patients and it almost like makes our job a little bit easier because then yeah. they're like, yeah, I want to be here and I understand why I'm here to get my spine adjusted. And then, um, yeah, I think it just ups like overall satisfaction on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, speaking of education, it's funny because I went to, uh, I've been to a chiropractor once in mm -hmm. my entire life. And when I was, uh, I was, th I had just turned 30 and I was at the gym and I, I was just working out and I, I swore that I had like pulled something up and down my back. Like it's just like, it was immense pain in my back. And it's like a whole thing. And I was like, I guess I got to go see a chiropractor. I had no idea. So I went to the chiropractor and within 30 seconds, uh, I forget who it was, the place, the place in Shrewsbury. Within 30 seconds, the guy told me, he goes, your back is fine. He goes, it's your legs. He's like, you're just, you're not stretching appropriately because I had whatever I had pulled I had, had no pain in my leg but it was all the way up like my back and he gave me one of those little roller things you like know foam roller? the foam yeah. rollers yeah and he's like just use this every single day for like you know at least a few weeks and then so now I know it's like oh right you need to stretch when you work <laughs> out but I, I swear to god I, I walked out that I hobbled out of the gym that day just you <laughs> yeah, know it's a humbling like, experience it like, really oh. was because <laughs> yeah I, yeah back pain is definitely humbling yeah, you take you take your body like I have I have some back problems and like I, I think it's more for it's a little it's a little things you do every day it's not i never had any traumatic injury right. where like oh my that's why i screwed my back up it's like i'm laying in bed and i go to get up out of bed and i just all of a sudden i can't move like, the wrong way. what the hell you, is like, going on here wrong. yeah we yeah. kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> we call them like micro traumas like they build up over your life over time just yeah it so, sounds or, like it's a, that's like a cataclysm for my whole life it's just a so that's like a thing a micro trauma yeah, right? yeah. like a yeah. car accident would be like a macro trauma. right so it's like yeah. big trauma and then micro trauma would be things like lifting with your back and not your legs like right. sitting at a desk all day it is like an increased stress into your low back to even sit for an extended period of time right. so if you're doing that eight hours a day every day then hopping in the car and driving an hour and a half to get home then it's like 
your whole day is spent in this yeah. position when you're meant to be upright. Now, yeah. if I work at a standing desk with a little <laughs> cushiony floor mat underneath my feet, is that better? Yeah, okay, for sure. Yeah, that's what I do. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure I was doing it right because I literally tell everybody in my office, well, not now because I'm at home like everybody else, but when I when we were in an office five days a week, I had bought, like a, like a year and a half ago, I bought like a little standing desk attachment for my thing and a little mat, you know, underneath my feet. And I was like, oh, what, what is that? It's a standing desk. And everyone's like, oh, does that have any benefits? And I would always tell people, like, just, you know, uh, again, <laughs> assuming I was right. So good to know that I wasn't giving out. I think I know totally. It's bad to sit all day. You stand all day. Have the meat, the fat, the, the fat, the, the mat under your feet. Like, that's the way to go. So that's good to know. I'm glad because, yeah, sitting all day is just even the ergonomic chairs, you know, you, you notice it, you feel it. Yeah. I mean, for that's sure. important. It's hard to sit up straight too. I feel like I'm always just slouching. You immediately get into it. Yeah. Especially if you're like tall. Like Weird. for yeah. me, I'm fine because like my feet barely touch the floor anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I would be upset not sitting. But tall people are. Yeah, and especially if you're working behind a computer all day. Like you know, yeah. you, you try to, but you just sort of naturally lean in a little yeah. bit. You know, yeah. like right. kind of hunch over. That's oh, crazy. What about same question for Carter? Customer experience, customer philosophy. What do you, what, how do you approach that? My big thing is um, being reliable with my customers, like telling them when I'm going to be there, actually showing up at that time. So huge. And if, if the I'm biggest. not going to, if I'm, even if I'm going 15 minutes late, I'll shoot them a text, call them, say, hey, just so you know. Because that's the biggest thing. I, I hate uh, you know, having my time wasted, you know, and I know other people feel the same way. And I mean, that really just carries into communicating um, everything up front with people, you know, like, this is what we're going to do. This is how it's going to look, you know, and having that conversation. I feel like I've worked for other contractors and stuff where they yeah. didn't really, and they just kind of made some decisions on their own. And then people would come home and they're like, hey, we didn't talk about this. Or I thought you were doing this. And then we'd have to like redo things. And, you know, obviously time, time is money. And so you just when you're on the same page and communicating like that, being honest, I mean, that's just what I try and you strive for. Ever have to deal with some difficult customers? <laughs> yeah, there's there's difficult ones out there, but it's it's awesome because I feel like um, you know going into this, I always thought like, oh my god, like a lot of people are going to be a pain and and whatnot. But honestly, I would say like ninety five percent of people are amazingly chill and, and relaxed and, and, and easy going. I mean, every once in a blue moon, you get that someone who's like a little yeah tight about something random, but. <laughs> I find like most people, and this is even made with some, like certain certain of my accounts and people I deal with because I deal with so many different personalities every day, is that you can't. Everyone's got different things going on, and you can't take things personally. To sit, you know, something that might that you might be like a huge deal for yourself, they didn't even think about it. Yeah, then they did. They weren't even thinking that it was a problem. So you, you always have to just be calm, be upfront and honest with them. And if you're yeah. upfront and honest with people. And usually you'll find that things will get better. And if they don't, well, then now you know that that's not the person that you want to work with. If you were if you were upfront and they still don't want to, yeah, behave. yeah, right. absolutely, yeah. And I think being like upfront and honest with people, like we find that too. Like, yeah, people have people had like really weird experiences with other chiropractors that didn't really explain exactly what they were doing. But it's like if you explain what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and how you're going to do it, people are, can relax then because they know exactly. that like yeah. you've thought about all those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that can, that can be like a traumatic thing, I'd imagine, for people that have those bad experiences. It's probably very difficult for them to trust again, you know, right. like a bad breakup or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's the same in any business. Like, our 
painter that painted our office. Like they did the second <laughs> coat like halfway up the wall. I know I'm about to get you in here. So like nobody notices it, yeah. but we notice it. And I'm like, oh, I'll just paint it myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but yeah. And then it's like, imagine like adjusting someone's neck that's had a terrible experience before. Like they're not going to trust you. So it's yeah. like, you just have to meet people where they're at and like be very upfront about what you're doing in any business. Yeah. And it really yeah, works absolutely. out better. I was thinking that Seinfeld episode where Kramer twists the lady's <laughs> neck. He's like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like every chiropractor in like TV shows is always like a nut. Like yeah. it's either like yeah. Kramer or it's like two and a half men. Like the guy's kind of just like a loser a little bit. <laughs> like, have you guys seen that show like Dead to Me? Yes. Oh my God. That show's so good. Yeah, the yeah. second season, like the twin brother is a chiropractor and he's just like goofy Classic. dude. <laughs> like like, like another goofy chiropractor. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. They really do have those stereotypes in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. I never really thought about that. Chiropractors always are sort of portrayed in that way. I mean, they are pretty goofy. I like will yeah. admit. But. <laughs> so, so it's a true story. Exactly, right? Yeah. Also some, yeah. Some some do it. yeah, I think we're just nervous. Yeah. <laughs> we're like sitting here like... <laughs> Why are my palms sweating? <laughs> Wait, you're nervous now? A little bit. What? <laughs> I, I That's why we gave you the beer. I thought the beer would have gotten... Yeah. It's, need, it's you need more yeah, beer? Exactly. Should have given her a double vision. That's all. I was going to say, give them the eight percenters. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do some shots, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, which one are you drinking? Uh, double vision. double vision, yeah, man, Beauty. good stuff. Right <laughs> yeah. So what? Um, so what? Aside aside from us at the foundation um, calling you and asking you to to donate, <laughs> um, what uh, what was your? What's the word I'm looking for? I said what prompted you, but what motivation. what struck you? Yeah, motivation. That was what I was looking for. What what made you want to be a sponsor um, for Sweep the Shore? You know. Um, I mean, like for us, like we love the beach. We think that you should like take care of the town that you live in um, and take care of your environment. So like even in the office, we try to be as like eco-friendly as possible. Like nice. instead of using face paper, we use bandanas yeah. that we like take home and wash. Cool. We try to be low waste. And so I think it just made sense with like our philosophy that if you take care of yourself and your environment, like you and the world are going to be a better place. <laughs> so. Oh, God. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Um, I mean, pretty much the same thing. It's like we, we have to start small. If, if kind of like what you guys are saying, like if everyone did this, the world would be cleaner. Um, there'd be less waste. And um, yeah, I mean, same thing. I'm kind of, I love the beach, love the ocean. It's always been a passion of mine to someday get into helping you know clean it yeah. or, or be a part of some sort of renewable energy thing. And um, so just saw this as a good opportunity to get my foot in the door. That's awesome. Like that. Yeah, so feels good so i'm gonna bring this on next saturday but i've got i keep in my trunk a little like grabber tool it's like you know about yeah, this long yeah. it's like it's like the same thing that like the, the old people grabber. use yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> but it picks up trash pretty well yeah because i noticed my friend and i were talking the one day he lives in asbury and he was talking like, i walk my dog around town all the time and there's just you know he said he mo the first thing the main thing he knows is masks the mm. single-use mask just yeah. disposed everywhere and he's like what the hell you know yeah. so he so he bought this little grabber thing and he, he goes out with his dog and now he just picks up all kinds of trash and i'm like that's a brilliant idea because really i'm yeah. all around town all the time anyway whether it's red bank asbury highland someplace else so i keep it in my trunk now when i'm walking around <laughs> and you'd be surprised i was in marine park um 
a couple of weeks ago eating breakfast and I had, I happened to have a bag with me, like a paper bag about this big. Um, and I filled it with trash, yeah. not just mass, but everything just filled it. And I'm like, what the f- is going on yeah. here? Like, yeah. like, are you kidding me? Well, it's almost <laughs> like, it's like in your house, in your bedroom. I use my, my bedroom as a perfect example. If you have something, you, know, you take it off, you throw it in the corner, you walk by it so many times, it just becomes part of your surroundings. Yeah. Like, I don't say yeah. You'd yeah. be surprised if you really take the time to like look and clean up anywhere. It could be a park, it could be a sidewalk. There's a lot of garbage out there. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you're going to find, you're going to find, so I've done a beach clean before and the amount of cigarette butts, straws. I mean, yeah. you find all sorts of crazy oh, shit on the beach. I found yeah. a knife on the beach one Yeah. Time. Really? Like, like a big hunting knife. I was yeah. like, jeez. Okay. <laughs> well, the story behind that was. I know. Yeah. I'm like, do I keep this? Do I turn it to the police? I, know. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> My hardest issue is when I see somebody doing it because I'm not one to like be quiet, <laughs> but like sometimes I have to. Like, just I swear to God, just this morning I was yeah. playing tennis in the park this morning, and I saw uh, the on the other court the people that were there. They had their fresh set of tennis balls. I don't know if you know if you've they ever opened. Uh, no, not even the two. So mm-hmm. if you ever opened, the, I think a tennis ball it's got oh, like the, the can, the lid. Off, yeah. They left the metal pop lid. I watched the guy open it. He opened it and just drops on the floor, and I'm like. There's a garbage guy like two feet away from him. I was like, yeah. I was like, All right, I'm not gonna get into a fight in the park at nine o'clock in the morning. I was like, but is yeah. this guy kidding? I went over and picked it up when I was done. But I was like, is this guy kidding me? Like, wow. the nerve yeah. of some people. I have to admit, I have like beeped at somebody yeah. who's thrown stuff out their window before. So yeah, <laughs> a little bit of like recycling road rage. Road rage? <laughs> Try running him off the road next time. Yeah. Yeah. Do society yeah. a favor. Yeah. Just I have get to rid of him first. You know, I'm sorry. Exactly. I'll leave that to you guys. We can create a patient for yourself that way. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Start ramming into people. Yeah, exactly. You know, whiplash is really card. bad for your neck. Yeah. Here's your, here's my card. Like, what's that movie? Uh, where da- is Dane DeVito? Which he's one? The lawyer with uh, Brad Pitt, and, he, and he's going. He's the lawyer, and he's going to the hospital. Ambulance and chasers. Oh, yeah. Ambulance oh, chasers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Oh my god, good reference. I had forgotten about that movie. That's a great one. Wow. Matt Damon, right? Right, I think so, yeah. He was like he's representing young the, 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 Damon, little, the little yeah. young Billy who you yep. know, he got like lung cancer and the insurance company <laughs> wouldn't pay his life insurance claim or something like that. Wow. So speaking of speaking of attracting customers, this is a perfect segue because the other thing I'm always curious to know about um, for, for folks that have their own businesses, um, What's your marketing strategy? What's your approach to promoting your business aside from coming on podcasts that have probably like 10 listeners right now? <laughs> you know, aside from doing things like that, what's your approach to, to doing that sort of thing? Um, so our approach, well, just for like a little backstory, we opened in December and so we were open for like three months and then This past COVID December? Hit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I didn't um, realize you guys had opened that. Wow. Yeah, you said so, two years. I thought you guys had been open. Oh, that's how long it took us to get open. That's what I thought. Yeah. When you, yeah, when you I said two years. Four years so yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, wow. But, um, PTSD. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's wow. not. Wow. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, I mean, we were doing a lot of like networking groups. We were going yeah. to um, a few in Asbury. And then. Did you have ours? I with it, with Dina? Yeah. 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 I came with Dina you one did? time. Yeah. It was, I'm not at my best at seven in the morning. Fair so <laughs> Few I was of probably us are. in the corner like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, <laughs> why am I here? Yeah. But we, 
through meeting people through those and then um, our social media yeah. too has driven a lot. Yeah. Now it's mostly like people, internal, internal yeah. referrals, people who are right. under care are like, oh, my friend did this weird thing to their foot. Can you do that? And I'm like, yeah, we can adjust feet. Come on in. Really? Yeah. <laughs> how do you even adjust a foot? You have like yeah. how many bones in your foot? It's like 26 That's the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. She's like, only one of us got our degrees. I'm just here for... We're fully licensed. Yeah. She's just better at memorization than me. Um. So how many bones? 26, have you said? I, I Yeah, don't quote me on that, but I think... Yeah, well, I'm going to. No, I'm <laughs> That's a lot. I'm like, let me count. Wiggling, so yeah, that's a lot of toes right now. Thinking about sense, it, there's, there's yeah. a lot going on. Down yeah, there. there's a lot of yeah. joints, and so if you like think about rolling your ankle, yeah, how many more times in your life are you going to roll that ankle because you've misaligned it and now it's stuck like that? Yeah, yeah. your right. brain isn't like seeing it the right way, and there's all these neurological and musculoskeletal reasons why you would continue to roll that ankle. So if you can adjust it and get it back into the right alignment it's going to be more stable i crack my ankles a lot is that a good thing like on purpose um so it kind of depends like <laughs> the popping noise that you hear we'll do like asmr Whoa. <laughs> um so loud. what that is that is just air inside of your joint it's similar to like opening yeah. a beer how the bubbles come out of the liquid right that's what happens inside your joint and so that's just a Waste product, waste product yeah, of the movement. yeah joint metabolism, um, and so that's what the crack is. So like if you're popping your fingers and like just pulling them straight out, yeah, and not doing any like weird bending, like I would not recommend like turning your neck all the way to the side and getting it to pop that way because that's crap, just I do it all the time. I do that all the time. Probably done it a couple times. It's, yeah, what it is is it's a lot of rotation um, that you don't really need to be like going to that end range right. of that motion, but then also usually what will pop is the joints above and below the one that's actually stuck. And so that's where like the chiropractor comes in. Cause you can feel exactly which one it is and like get your hand right on that joint and move Adjust through that. that. Yeah. 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 Fixation. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like the reason it feels so good to get a joint, like to have that pop happen is because the gas it's nitrous oxide which is like laughing gas yep. so it's an anesthetic yeah. so it just feels good. is it really yeah that makes time getting high on your own supply go to a grateful dead concert and tell <laughs> that, right? yeah. guys you don't need any of that just crack all of your bones crack every joint yeah. in your body yeah. <laughs> here hold still just... wow okay so i can keep cracking my ankles stop cracking my neck Right. Good to know. Because I literally do it all like in the morning. First thing I did, I get like crack. I like bend my ankle goes like this. And it just cracks and it feels so good. <laughs> That's like such a satisfying. Yeah, mine doesn't like just walk. I was gonna say mine just. I don't even. I, I don't walk. even try. It just happens. <laughs> that could be some scar tissue. Probably. I did. I did have a big screen TV fall on my. And I'm not talking about like Ooh. big screen TV like the one we're looking at. Like. Like the like 90s old version. school 90s. Oh, the two box. Yeah, so when I was a little kid, so I was I was home alone. This is a ridiculous story. My my mom had a babysitter. Was watching me. My mom and dad went out to dinner. I used to have like a little Fisher Price slide, and there was a Super Nintendo on top of like it was like an old you know like an armoire that opened up and had the TV in it. Yeah, and it was on the top shelf. There was a Super Nintendo, and I used to climb on top of the <laughs> of the slide and reach it. 
No, that's not even a bad thing. That was actually okay. What I tried to do for no one knows any reason why, I think I was three years old, I decided to not use the slide and try to climb the television, and the whole television fell on top of me oh, and gosh. broke my foot. Jeez. And my, the bad babysitter never walks away. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I'm done. Mortified. But that's probably why my man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that could be part of it. Like I said, oh micro traumas. Yeah, <laughs> micro trauma. Six hundred pound TV. Micro TV versus baby. Yeah. Not good. Oh man, Carter. What about you? As as far as marketing is concerned, and you know, g- getting new customers, things like that. How do you approach it? Um, so in the beginning, it was it was a little tough. Um, uh, but they had these like sites out now, like Angie's List, Home Advisor. Signed up through one of those, and that was really great because it led to a few jobs. And then once I started getting a few jobs under my belt, then the name started spreading. Yeah. And same thing, you know. Do you have to pay for those? Word of mouth. Yeah, it's. Um, but not you. I'm talking about the consumer too. Like no, the consumer doesn't have free to pay. For the consu- okay. Yeah, free yeah for they're the free. Consumer. I've used them a couple times. Yeah, but what they do is they'll send it out to basically three contractors. Uh, I guess usually around three, I think. And then, um, so that person who's requesting information will get three contactors info and the contractor will also get that person's info. So they'll reach out and then kind of, it's just like, you know, whoever yeah. they pick, whoever they like, lowest bidder, whatever. Early bird gets the worm. Right? Yeah. For that's real. usually the way it is. No, I mean, legit. To, you know. I mean, I just, stupid, another stupid example, I went to go buy a car and I was looking at cars and, and I, Looked at probably five or six cars, and you know, one guy. I mean, the next the next morning at eight a.m. he called me, and then I had people calling me forty eight hours later. I was like, "Hey, man, you you are way beyond the eight. But I would I could have already gone and bought the car, yeah, been <laughs> home with it already by the time you called me. So it's really important to you know, are you talking about t- timeliness and getting back to people? Yeah. It's, it's huge. Following up, following mm-hmm. up is huge. Exactly. But yeah, now it's been nice. You know, they just kind of snowballed and, and expanded. Um, through word of mouth and then also you know in a networking group uh with will so that's definitely been huge and um you know we work with a lot of other contractors to like build yeah. and stuff and that's that's always good work for us to consistent work so cool yeah now, th- i forget from the beginning did you say you do like you do commercial stuff too or is it yeah yeah, yeah we're licensed to do commercial residential um yeah we we do it all um you know, we've done, we've even like rebuilt some decks and oh, some cool. carpentry work and um, drywall, that sort of thing. So nice. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. This is good for me. Next time I need a painter, I'm going <laughs> to. Because <laughs> Yeah. Because I, I had, I did, I, I painted some of the rooms in my house and like, mm-hmm. they look fine, you know, like, but <laughs> like, the amount of time it takes for just me to put up all the freaking tape. You know, just, just the tape alone, like, I want to kill myself. It's <laughs> the absolute worst. You and then, take it off. Yeah, then you got to take it off. And That's, it's like, like, the more satisfying part, though. Yeah, yeah when you pull it off. Except when you pull it off, then you realize that, like, one it section you through. did. Yeah, bled through. Do you, do you, yeah. do you use Panish tape? No, we don't. See, he's, he's, he's a pro. <laughs> oh, so what do you use? Yeah, I want to know. What do you use? so good, they just cut. They just, just use it. They just, they just use it. Really? Yeah. yeah, you can actually make a straighter <laughs> line with your hand, because that's a problem with tape. The surface that you're applying it to is always imperfect. Yeah. Or there's wood, it just won't seal it. So, and then you'll also have wherever you stop the tape along it, you'll see those juts. And whereas, like, my my handles are smoother. Smoother line, so surgical precision. <laughs> I tried buying. <laughs> I tried buying when I was doing one of the larger rooms in my house. I was like, I want to buy a paint gun because it seems to be a great idea. <laughs> like the ones that spray. Yeah, like the spray gun. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no. 
I had... Like, fumigate yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the, so the fumigation... <laughs> the fumigation wasn't even the issue. I clearly just had, like, no... I should have, like, watched some YouTube videos. I had no idea how this thing would work. I thought it was going to be, like, this nice, even spray, you know? Like, I would slowly go... Yeah, it shot out, and it was, like, the, the paint... It was so dense. Yeah, it was, like, a puddle, and the color was, like, way darker than what I thought it was because it was so concentrated in that spot. I was like, what the hell did I just do? Like, and, then, and then I tried to smooth it out, and like so. Then, that, and then I called the professional. This was like three years ago. I was like, All right, this is this is not going to work. I, <laughs> I, I tried to make it work, and then and then I got someone like the molding. So then I got I got to pay the molding now too because I screwed this up. I was like, oh my god, like the wife is going to kill me. <laughs> totally botched that job. When you doubt. Call dude, it, I can't tell you, dude. My entire life is all about that because I'm, I always try to do things myself, and sometimes I get it right. And if I don't, I just make it worse. And then I'm just like, well, now I'm annoyed because I should have called somebody. <laughs> There's from the a get-go. story going on over here. Oh yeah, yeah we um, things we've tried ourselves. <laughs> True. Yeah, <laughs> we had our my high school woodworking teacher built our front desk for us, but then we had to tile it, and it was just yeah. even like. The grouting. We're like, like, oh yeah, we can YouTube. Oh yeah, tile it's fine. We can grout this like yeah. very hexagon tile. Yeah. The, Why were you tiling a desk? I mean, it looks great. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Desk, like, it's tile. like um, the whole front of it is tile, and then okay. like the bottom and top are wood. Oh, okay. Okay. Like concrete on the top. Oh yeah, and we poured concrete yeah. on the top. <laughs> yeah, we really got into it. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, so we picked this tile with like a raised textured design on it and it looks really good but it was just hours of us like getting into the little holes trying to get the grout yes. out of it and we were like <laughs> fighting with each other we were like you know what shut up like after like sponging off the grout for like the 800 time like yeah i'm going home now they really do i had tile done at our house and i was just like that's it like if i had done it it would have taken Games. Yeah, they were same. Two hours. So yeah, you guys are making me real excited to eventually build out my tasting room. Before we do that, he's got a painter. I do. Yeah, you know what? I'm and, some, and tile work. And some tilers. Call the pros. But yeah, now I feel like qualified to judge other people's grout work, so <laughs> yeah. it's all good. <laughs> sloppy, exactly. <laughs> So is this is this uh, is this experiment in your office right now? This is from a while ago, I think you said, right? It's from yeah. a while ago. Okay. Yeah, it's done. It looks great. It's yeah. all finished. <laughs> Where exactly are you guys located? Um, we're on Memorial Drive, so in between Fifth and Sunset. So if you know where like Booskerdo is, yeah, yeah, are you guys in that same strip as Yeah, we're on Ada's oh. side, but yeah, we're right in there. Off topic a little bit. How's that pizza place in there? It's good. Yeah. yeah there's, it's no such th- there's no such thing as off topic. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah. Galley, they're good. I mean, yeah. we get to smell their wings smoking all the time. So, like, uh-huh. we're constantly uh-huh. drooling. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> but, yeah, their pizza's good. That's a cool strip Not over burnt. there, too. They have, there's another... Um, <laughs> is there a gym in there, too? Yeah. So, we have Coastal Core, um, which is, like, a Pilates studio shape shop, yeah. which is yoga. My friend works at Coastal Core. Yeah, and then who else do we have? We have like Cryo Place. Oh, that's that, oh really? That's my my buddy. He used to, he, I think he owns that. It used to be you didn't used to be Cryo. You opened up like a uh, like a workout studio. 
Oh yeah, then, it was like beach box, yeah, and beach so that's box. where, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's where Coastal Core moved into, and so yeah, the cryo place. I think they have personal training there too. Yeah, at the cryo place, we got a lot of people working out in our complex. It's yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and we have a vet, and then the fish shop. Yeah, and pipe dreams. Oh yeah, smoke oh, shop. Yeah, pipe dreams. And Carla Gizzy's over there. She's got like the home store. Nice. Yeah. I think yeah, so many businesses. I, mean, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. it's all come about in the last like couple of years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Memorial Drive over there is still a little bit of a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just bull- bulldoze that building like yeah. to the south of you guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wonder what they're going to put up there. So it's going to be condos. Oh really? Yeah. I think they might do retail underneath. I yeah. don't know. That's, that's the top. That's, that's the word on the street. Yeah. <laughs> That's like what they're. That's a, you see a lot of that now. A lot of the condos up top, retail on yeah. the ground level. It's a great. It's a great idea. I mean, you talk, we were talking earlier about. I mean, with the with the beach clean, you know, sustainability, and you're seeing that a lot more. Is like people want to work where they live and play where they live, and it's mm-hmm. like that's why, like, um, you know, Bell Works, yeah, locally, like that was a great idea. But you're just, you know, COVID obviously changed a lot of that, and I think it's going to be tough. Like retail was kind of dying. And COVID kind of put the nail in the coffin. So I'm not saying it's totally dead. Yeah. It's just going to be different businesses. It's, it's going to be yeah. innovative. It's going to. It's exciting to see what businesses are going to step up and do things differently. And it's not going to be the same typical things that we've seen. So yeah, yeah, yeah I totally agree. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I I work in retail, fashion and retail, so it's been it's been interesting for us personally um, because we've been doing really well right now. Um, but it's also like, kind of like, why? Like, you know? <laughs> but it's like, you know, but it, I mean, it's great. I'm very happy. I mean, like, you know, we, we have great products. I mean, we market things, but it's just like, it's very interesting how this is all like, you know, because it, it goes like this, you know, like yeah. retail, like, like all, all forms of retail. You hear about it like every other year. It's like retail's dead, retail's back, retail's dead. You hear about it every other year. It's like just, you know, part of the way the world works right now, I guess. So. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the need will always be there. Like Wilson, it's going to be about being creative and how are you separating yourself from the other retail stores. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I actually like to think of it as, I, I personally think of it as kind of like an environmental thing to bring it full circle back to sweep the shore because it's like, you know, for me, I, I can't tell you how many times I, like years ago, I would order clothes online and then they would come and they wouldn't fit. Well, you know, because like it was the first time I was ordering from a place, you know, like, blah, 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 like whatever. Um, so for me, it's like I feel like it's a just better to go and try the clothes on in certain situations. But then it, it for me, I feel like I'm lessening the environmental impact if I'm shipping stuff to me and then it doesn't fit, shipping it back, and then all that additional, you know, those emissions and all the other stuff, like the cardboard box. You're waste. preaching to the choir, brother. Right, like, I my favorite store to shop at, and I am not embarrassed to say it. I will say it proudly is Goodwill. Yo, I don't secondhand clothes, anything. I don't care. So I'm really, Dude. I'm really recycling. I'm like the earthworm for retail. Dude, man, I had keeping it out of the dumpster. I had, I had a, I had a phase Good in the compost bin. Right? It is. I had it's a phase for like ten years. Goodwill. Yeah. Goodwill. I rocked the 2020 COVID Goodwill collection. You know? Dude, for like ten years out of college, man, I was in this band. We were all like 
you know, the uh, Lower East Side punk rock scene, man. And on the Lower East Side back, in, you know, even just like 10 years ago, just secondhand stores all over the place. It's all just like, you know, leather jackets, leather pants, cowboy boots. And I was in there with my buddies every week. And that's like my entire wardrobe was secondhand <laughs> stuff left over from the 70s and 80s right. from the Lower East Side in Manhattan. Cool. So like, yeah, it's a pretty cool stuff. Yeah, the, I, See, I don't shop there because it's trendy. I just shop there because I hate spending money on clothes. And if I can buy a t-shirt for $3 at Goodwill, I mean, there's some good Shit. Yeah, dude. Especially the one in Atlantic Highlands because you have all these like dude, we were living in a very wealthy area. So these rumps and moms that like yeah. drop off their Untapped their stuff. Yeah, can't stand little Johnny's clothes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting rid of those clothes. Your father doesn't wear them, and then, you know I get all the good stuff. Man. I was getting brand new golf shirts that were then golf shirts are expensive. Yeah, you no, know, we're talking about thirty four dollars. So a shirt. expensive, three dollars a pop. I got three I five golf shirts. ABCs. Yeah, Lululemon, <laughs> that brand name stuff, it gets really expensive. Oh, yeah. And it's like, is it really that much different from. No. Should we no. like ask for Goodwill to be a sponsor of this podcast? Right. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Like free promotion. Call us. Yeah. I'm the same way. I don't I don't spend a lot of money on clothes at all. Like, this this shirt was 15 bucks, but I got it from like a website because I like, you know, the stupid shit that they say. 15 bucks like, might be worth 150 though. That shirt is. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. It's right? pretty yeah. good shirt. Yeah, right. It's, it's very on brand for what we're talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm the same way. I don't like spending a lot of money on clothes. It the only thing I spend a lot of money on are, are, are shoes, um, only because like I have like ten pairs of Converse and they're just that's what it is. It's just my look. Are you, you, know? one, are you like, one of those guys that like you know meets meets somebody in an alleyway in the back of the trunk and you're like you know, Air Jordans three hundred dollars? Like, <laughs> that's a thing apparently. No, it that's really not. is. See, I don't like. I'm not a I'm not a sneaker head like that. I'm just a Converse. Okay. Head or whatever you want to <laughs> call it. Yeah. Gotta have yeah. enough converse to make exactly. outfits. Yeah. I, I've tried to wear like the Air Jordans and I feel like I look ridiculous. It's just not my look. Converse, on the other hand, is for me. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, Converse, if you want to sponsor us too, just you know, let me know. <laughs> it is up. We'll take all your money. We'll take all the Dollars are green. <laughs> so, um, I want to know what questions you guys have for Will and I, if any. Not to put you on the spot, but I'm. Um, putting you on the spot for real <laughs> well, what inspired you guys to like start this foundation Ooh, i'll let i'll let you take that because you have the first half of the story all right so last year um i was the manager of a restaurant in atlantic house uh, called the harborside and um uh, my friend sasha who is not here but she co-founded the um the foundation with us she uh she's also in this networking group that carter and i are in and she stood up one day and said, Hey, I'm really looking for, she runs her own Allstate business. And she's like, I have this grant from Allstate, like for like, it was like $10,000. It wasn't yeah. like a small chunk of change. It's like, I'm looking for a local charity to do something with. And another guy in our group is uh, on the board for a need we feed, which is a local not for profit that helps fight hunger in Monmouth County. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Hey, I have a great charity. And I was like, well, I would also, I have a, I have a spot we could throw a party at. So really, her and I kind of spearheaded this thing, and we started an event called Rocktoberfeast, um, which was supposed to be a music and beer festival. And it definitely, for the amount of effort that we did, it turned out pretty well. But we were like, next year could be so much better. Mm-hmm. But we said we couldn't do it with just the two of us. We need help. It was way too much work. You know, she has her own business. I have my own business. So we said, let's get some people to help us. And we reached out, and you know, Matt was there live podcasting at the event, and we're like, he came and met with us, and. We got uh, four more people involved, so yep. seven of us. And then I had always, um, my brewery's named after the Twin Lights Lighthouse, which overlooks the beach in, mm-hmm. uh, in Highlands. And I was like, I've always wanted to do a beach clean for Twin Lights. And I was like, this would be a good event for us to do 
We never worked with each other before. It's not like it's the most complicated event to throw. We're cleaning the beach. Like, let's do this as like a guinea pig kind of event for to see how we work together. Right. So yeah. we did it. And that brings us into we're planning our October feast this year, yep. except it's not going to be a single event. We're going to run into a month and a half long food drive. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. And it was exciting because last year um, I had had, so, you know, I, I have a few other podcasts and we always record here. And I saw that Ming and, and Mike at a shared universe here, they were sponsoring Rocktober Feast last year. And I asked them one day, I was like, hey, what is this? And they told me, I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. So I, I tracked them down on Instagram and I was like, hey, we'd love to have you guys on the podcast. Just like, you know, because we're all about local everything. So like we have some cool local people. And it turns out I actually, I didn't realize Sasha was involved. Turns out I actually knew Sasha separately from that whole thing. Um, so we had them on the podcast. Podcast. We had a blast, and like like Will said, we Ming and I and a few other people, we were live podcasting for like six hours. Like had the like <laughs> four hours. It was a long actually. time. Yeah. Did you lose your voice? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. That's what the beer was for. Um, and then and then so yeah. And so so then Will and Sasha approached me um, a few months later. I was like, hey, we want to take that idea of October Feast and turn it into a full blown thing. And the whole concept we came up with was um, events, uh, you know, event planning essentially for charity. Um, and that was kind of what we were running with. And then COVID hit, and we were like, okay. Well, we're not doing any like events anytime soon, you know? I mean, that's probably one of the coolest found like things that I've seen in terms of like helping your community. And I feel like we're always looking for something like, you know, to help with the community. And we saw this event and we're like, wow. Yeah. And even the foundation is like how, like, I just think about planning stuff in like high school, like let's do a battle of the bands and we'll have a bake sale and we'll do all this stuff. (laughs) The amount of things that you're just like, I don't know how to plan an event, but if you have this team that's like, yeah, we'll plan your charities event for you. Like that's, Amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it starts by knowing how to throw a good party. It does. Yeah. <laughs> you got experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's something like we, everybody has different things that they care about. Like no one just cares about one thing. And there's all these organizations that are, I think to be a good organization, you kind of have to be a little bit centrally focused. Like mm-hmm. the Breast Cancer Society, you have uh, the MS Society, like you have these foundations that are, or societies that are really good at raising money or fighting a certain thing. Well, we're really good at throwing kick-ass parties. So why don't we just raise the money, throw some kick-ass parties, and then give that money to somebody else? Because we don't want to logistically deal with it. Right. You know, we don't want to deal with the... It's a lot of work that goes into, even on the other end, these charities, and getting the money to the people that need it. Um, and this gives us the freedom to kind of work with who we exactly. want to work with. And we thought it would be great, too, because, you know, especially when we start thinking about um, local charities and other local nonprofits, um, it's... They don't always have the the more locally based ones. They don't always have the the manpower to do the the kind of planning that we could provide. Right. Um, so that's kind of where that whole that whole impetus came from. And so where people have been very responsive to it. And like you know we 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 had to cap our uh, our volunteer list for the beach clean, which we were. I mean, well, you you predicted it. No, I, was I, said, like, I said we're gonna have. I, like, I said we're gonna have three hundred people try to sign for this and. Sasha was like, no way, you're nuts. We're going to be lucky if 100 people show up. We had, I think at this point, we have like 120 to 130 people registered. Yeah. That was in like not even 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's another, we, there's another at least 20, 30 on the yeah. wait list right now. Like it's crazy. That's it awesome. was wild. Yeah, that's we had, very we cool. had to tell people to stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Who's <laughs> making you guys happy? Is it like the town? Or? We're doing it voluntarily. Yes. I mean, listen, you have to, you have to kind of tread lightly at this time. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. we don't want to be the guy to, have something happen and everybody point fingers at us, God forbid. So we're, we're taking all necessary precautions, capping it. Yeah. You don't, 
would I love to have 300 people cleaning the beach? Sure. But like, is it necessary? Absolutely not. So that's why we split into two teams. So we're going to cover more ground in less time. We're going to meet in the middle and we're all going to have a good time at the seafair and the highways afterwards. So, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. I'm, I'm really psyched about it. It's the first event. We're really, I know it's not my brewery's event. We're just sponsoring it, but I haven't done anything as a company. Like we got started in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to actually, you know, do something and see everybody come out for it. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. No, it's awesome. It's just cool seeing like how it's snowballed into this bigger thing from, you know, what you guys were doing last year. And I think a big thing with a lot of the stuff is people want to do these sort of things. They just don't know where to start or, right. or who to contact. Like, there's not like there's a message board for, you know, yeah. charities or, or different events that people can can participate in. It's a good so, idea for a business, man. Yeah, right. Like, Put something <laughs> together. Yeah. You know, when I've t- when I've talked about it, people are all jacked up. They're like, oh, I'm going to come. And I'm like, I actually, I think they're already like at the uh, <laughs> <laughs> maxed out. But like, yeah. you know, it just, people don't even know, you know, people have that spirit in them, but they, they don't know where to go. Yeah. yeah and I think awesome. like one of the positive things to come out of this pandemic that we're in is that people are really looking to like, how can I help people in my immediate area yeah and so to have this like we're local people looking to help local charities do things for our town is people are really motivated to like join with that so yeah. it's really cool yeah a lot, awesome. a lot different if it's on like oh i'm just supporting this national right day. you know it's like oh no this is our beach because you're separate yeah. we live yeah. yeah you don't see where the you don't see where the money's going you don't see you know you don't really see the impact it's like people want to see the impact that it's in your own community yep you're gonna see it yeah yeah that's the approach we're taking and i'm, I'm pretty excited about it me so, too um all right plug time <laughs> go instagram whatever you got what do you want to plug anything you want to talk about um yeah so you can follow us on uh instagram um see henry painting um we're on Facebook as well. I'm not on Facebook, but the business is. Smart. Smart man. Um, <laughs> smart. smart. Uh, and then, you know, we also have a website, cheenrypainting.com. Um, yeah. Uh, Google, all that fun stuff. If, if you have access to the internet, you'll you'll probably be able to find us. So Awesome. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Um, our Instagram is cspine underscore Cairo. And our website is asburyparkchiropractor.com. Yeah. So that's, that's where you can find in. us. And you're on Memorial. And we're on Memorial on Drive. Memorial. <laughs> if you follow us on Instagram, you can see our super cute office dog, Jasmine. We post yeah. her pretty much every day. Nice. She's I know. Stop <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of dog is it? She's a pit mix. I have a lab, a little, I have a lab pit little mix. Little girl. She's yeah. so good. Yeah. I have a lab pit mix. He's the cutest thing. So I'm going to show you a picture because you, <laughs> you brought it up. I just, it's, our, his, it's his child. Yeah. She hitchhiked from Atlanta <laughs> with us. Yeah. It's the, it's the, really it's the only yeah. child I'm ever going to have. So. Oh, he's so yeah. cute. So oh, cute. my gosh. How, how Jordan, like the Greenland, uh, which we don't see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, this was awesome. Uh, thank you to our guests and our sponsors. Much appreciate you guys coming in. Um, I had a blast. Thank you, Will, for joining me in the co-host chair today. I really appreciate it. Um, again, next uh, next Saturday, September 12th, Sweep the Shore, um, Local Fix Foundation. My name is Matt. Will. And this is The Mix. Thank you for joining us. Cheers.